Welcome to the Digital Edge with Sharon Nelson and Jim Calloway. Your hosts, both legal technologists, authors, and lecturers, invite industry professionals to discuss a new topic related to lawyers and technology. You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the 158th edition of the Digital Edge Lawyers and Technology. We're glad to have you with us. I'm Sharon Nelson, president of Sensei Enterprises, an information technology, cybersecurity, and digital forensics firm in Fairfax, Virginia. And I'm Jim Calloway, director of the Oklahoma Bar Association's Management Assistance Program. Today, our topic is how to win clients online for free. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsors. We'd like to welcome our new sponsor, Noda, powered by M&T Bank. And I'm very pleased to say that I have been recommending M&T Bank for years as a small business friendly bank. So I'm delighted that you guys are here. Noda is banking built for lawyers and provides smart, no cost IOLTA account management. Visit trustnoda.com forward slash legal to learn more. Terms and conditions may apply. We would like to thank Alert Communications for sponsoring this episode. If any law firm is looking for a call, intake, or retainer services available 24-7, 365, just call 866-827-5568. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, The Black Letter Podcast, a show dedicated to making law exciting and fun with informative interviews and advice from esteemed guests. Thanks also to our sponsor, Scorpion. Scorpion is the leading provider of marketing solutions for the legal industry. With nearly 20 years of experience serving attorneys, Scorpion can help grow your practice. Learn more at scorpionlegal.com. Our guest today is G. Sakalakis. G. Sakalakis helps lawyers position their practices online as a lawyer and trusted digital legal marketing advisor from his company, AttorneySync. He is familiar with the unique considerations of building a legal web presence, both effectively and ethically. And if you need another podcast in your life, check out his Lunch Hour Legal Marketing. Thanks for joining us today, Guy. Jim, Sharon, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Wow, that was enthusiastic. I'm fired up. <laughs> there you go. Free, okay, it always Guy. fires us up. We're talking about free stuff. We've got to be excited. <laughs> we're, we're very excited, but since I've heard nothing in life is free, how can I possibly get clients for free? You're right, Sharon. Nothing in life is free. You can't get clients for free. You have to spend time. So I always tell people when we're talking marketing, you got two resources you can use. You can, use, you can spend money. We're not talking about that today, but time is money. We're going to talk about spending time. But the good news is there's a lot of things you can do online that all they cost is time. So that's what we're going to focus on. Well, that's great. What do lawyers not understand about how people who've never been to law school look for lawyers? Oh, that's a great question, Jim. You know, the first thing is, is that everybody thinks that uh, legal services consumers are all searching on the same thing, whether it's a specific keyword like practice area plus city plus lawyer, or they they think that people make decisions about where lawyers went to law school or how long they've been practicing or how hard they fight. And the truth is, neither of those things are true. The first thing is, is most people don't even, that might need a lawyer, they don't even know they need a lawyer. They're looking for an answer to some kind of like life legal issue. So they might be exploring getting a divorce or they might be uh, dealing with some kind of business issue that has nothing to do. They don't even know that a lawyer needs to be involved yet. 
Uh, and the other thing is when they get to this, the point of making a decision about hiring a lawyer, they're much, it's much more an emotional decision in most contexts. You know, sure, if you're general counsel for Visa or something, like maybe you're looking for law firms on a different set of criteria. But for most legal services consumers, especially when we call like the D to C space, so just like a person that's out there that doesn't really know a lawyer, it's an emotional decision. You're dealing with a very hard situation in life. And so as we'll talk about, it's a lot more about that emotional resonance that they have when they're making that decision. Well, Guy, one thing I hear uh, lawyers ask all the time, if I'm strapped for time and money, which usually if they begin that way, they are strapped for time and money, what's the single most important thing I can do online to get clients? So that's a great question. And, um, you know, I always tell people too that, you know, it depends on where you are in the cycle of your law firm as a business. But if, if you really twisted my arm and you're like, you got to do, I have time to do one thing online. I would say go claim a Google My Business listing. It's free. It's the thing that is most likely to show up for searches on your name. They have a section for client testimonials. It's going to have basic business information. But if you do nothing else, there's an expectation for by most people that when they search for you by name or by firm name, that they can find that basic information. And, and to me, Google My Business is the place to do that. It used to be you had to have a website to do that. I still think a website's a good idea, but maybe a website's too. If you do nothing else today, I'm saying go check out Google My Business. I just want to reaffirm that that has worked splendidly for us. And that the fact that we have five stars, you know, in that, that little box there on the top right, that everybody tells us, you know, I saw you at five stars when they call just out of a clear blue sky. So I think it's, it really is significant. And today you can put in all the COVID information so they know how to reach you, whether they can come in for an appointment or how, how things are handled. And that's just invaluable to have too. So important. And in fact, it's a great point about the uh, COVID info. You know, they've got sections so you can communicate to your next client that you do can do online appointments, right? So, you know, hey, we're open. We're, you know, we understand this is you know, a very tough time. Show some empathy, Be uh, show some gratitude for being open. Let them know that they can schedule an online appointment. Communicate. There's a frequently asked questions section. So things like hey, we can actually, you can sign documents online. You can pay us through our website, answering those kind of questions because, you know, people are, depending on where you are in the world, you might not be leaving your home. And so uh, making things more easy for your next clients is really, really powerful in terms of converting them into a new client. Well, I couldn't agree more. I'll add my praise as well. I can't imagine any solo or small firm lawyer who wouldn't be well served by investing that time for Google My Business. Gee, you're aware that many lawyers, or some lawyers, I'll say, think social media for legal marketing or just generally is largely a huge waste of time. Is it? Well, it is. No, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, the it's just like any other tool out there, right? Like, you know, social media, search, email marketing, these are all just tools that we use to uh, develop relationships and to, you know, I always say the marshal the evidence of our good reputations. And so, you know, if you just go on Facebook and you post pictures of cats, and that's your thing, more power to you, that's what you're into. But in terms of like a, a business strategy or something that's going to attract new clients, there are other things you can do. And so a lot of people, a lot of lawyers I talk to, they're like, I don't have time to do Facebook, I don't have time to do LinkedIn or Twitter, like that's all just like toys and stuff. And the truth is though, like if you go into the right private Facebook group, maybe there's a, a Facebook group that's other lawyers, maybe it's other professional service providers, you know, one that comes to mind is like Chicago business professionals, or, or maybe there's an affinity group that you're interested in. Maybe you're uh, into like local youth sports in your area. Those private groups 
are a great place to create, nurture, and solidify professional relationships. And in that context, I don't think it's a waste of time at all. Well, that's a very good point. Before we move on to our next segment, let's take a quick commercial break. You went to law school to be a lawyer, not an accountant. Take advantage of NOTA, a no-cost IOLTA management tool that helps solo and small law firms track client funds down to the penny. Enjoy peace of mind with one-click reconciliation, automated transaction alerts, and real-time bank data. Visit trustnota.com forward slash legal to learn more. Terms and conditions may apply. As the largest legal-only call center in the U.S., Alert Communications helps law firms and legal marketing agencies with new client intake. Alert captures and responds to all leads 24-7, 365 as an extension of your firm in both English and Spanish. Alert uses proven intake methods, customizing responses as needed, which earns the trust of clients and improves client retention. To find out how Alert can help your law office, call 866-827-5568 or visit alertcommunications.com forward slash LTN. Welcome back to the Digital Edge on the Legal Talk Network. Today, our subject is how to win clients online for free. Our guest is Guy Sakalakis, who helps lawyers position their practices online. As a lawyer and trusted digital legal marketing advisor, he is familiar with the unique considerations of building a legal web presence, both effectively and ethically. And if you need another podcast in your life, and who doesn't, check out Lunch Hour Legal Marketing. Guy, if we're going to waste some time on social media, (laughs) where should we waste it first? Great question. I would waste it uh, probably on LinkedIn first. And I say that because LinkedIn, people that are there, there's a professional intent. So people are there to have business conversations. They're there to consume business topics. They're there to network. The groups, I think, are pretty effective. LinkedIn has a native video, so you can upload videos. And again, people, lawyers get concerned. They're like, oh, you know, I don't want to break ethical rules. And and your ethical obligations apply just as much on LinkedIn as they do in the real world. But you don't have to breach client confidences and, and break ethical rules to share some value, to talk about things you're seeing. Maybe you talk about specific legislative updates. You know, you're not giving legal advice, but a really great place to network professionally. As a two, I would probably go with Facebook just because that's the, the big monster in the room. Everybody's on Facebook. But I'd start with LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn, if, it, if it's brand new to you and you're going to, again, we're back to you at limited time limited resources, spend some time connecting on LinkedIn. The other thing that LinkedIn has, they have a um, a recommendation section, not the endorsement section. For those that are uh, LinkedIn pros, you'll know the distinction there. But the recommendation section serves similarly, as we talked about in Google My Business, as the testimonials. But you can see mutual connections who have said nice things about you online. The marketing people call that social proof. But we, you know, us regular humans, we know that that's just like a, a good way to see if we've got a trusted person that we know a mutual connection. Maybe you can ask for a reference like, hey, you know, I'm, I see you're connected to Guy and you said this nice thing about him. What was your experience with him? That kind of stuff's really, really powerful. And that's the overlooked stuff on this social media, these social media platforms. Think People think, oh, you know, you just go broadcast your marketing message there. But the truth is, is that they forget that, you know, social media, social networking, it's that social aspect to it. So um, keep that in mind as, as you're using, as you're wasting your time. And no cat pictures on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah. You know, there's funny, there's like LinkedIn police. They'll tell you like, oh, hey, like don't post that on LinkedIn. It's like, you know, it's it's a free country, at least for now. 
Yeah. So what's the best online medium to convey expertise? I think video. You know, we, we the written word, it, it has its place. It has its value. But, you know, especially a lot of people, they're just not great at really going deep on their subject matter in writing. You know, and, and don't get me wrong. There are some things that lend themselves better to writing, some points that it's just, it's better to write. But from a, in terms of client development, I really like video. Google My Business has a, a place where you can upload videos. Most of the major platforms, you can upload video. And from a pro professional services standpoint, people care about what it's like to work with you. Like what kind of person, what kind of personality you have? Like, you know, are you going to be empathetic? Are you going to be someone that's going to be there to respond to phone calls and to you know, give me updates on my, my situation? And I think video, you can bring that emotional component much more effectively through video than you can through the written word. So if you, again, if you had to pick one, I'd probably go with video. What do clients expect to see online from a lawyer or a law firm? They want to know what you're like. They want to know why you do what you do, who you help, why you're uniquely qualified to help them. You know, they want to know that they're in good hands, right? Like, you know, especially a lot of these issues that lawyers help people face, they're, they're sometimes like the worst time in someone's life. And so getting a sense that you're a, a person that, you know, is competent for sure. Competency matters. But for most legal services consumers, competency is really tough to gauge, right? You, you, you can't tell like, oh, this is the best criminal defense lawyer in my area, you know, based on their knowledge, skill, and experience. You know, you don't have a, there's no track record up there. There's no acquittal rate. You know, some lawyers put their verdicts on their site, but the thing that they really expect to be able to see, they want to see happy clients singing your praises. They want to see that it's easy to get a hold of you. So whether you've got like an online booking, they want to be able to contact you. So if that's a phone number, but they want to see what other uh, people have to say about you and what their experiences have been. And they want to know what you're like generally, like what you're interested in too. I think that's the other thing that lawyers forget is, is that, you know, they're hiring you as a person just as much as they're hiring you as a lawyer. And, um, you know, that's the stuff that you want to make sure they make it easy for them to find online. So what's the most important digital marketing tool that lawyers are underutilizing? So I'm going to go with email on this. That's not to say that there isn't, there's a shortage of law firm email newsletters. There's no shortage there. I get, you know, I said, because I'm in this business, I subscribe to like every law firm email newsletter. But I think the, that what I, the reason why, when you asked that, the reason it made me think about it is that a lot of lawyers don't use email to stay in touch with former clients and professional contacts on any kind of like uniform basis. So if you check out MailChimp, MailChimp has a lot of documentation on this, but it's just, it's setting up email automations that, that are very authentic, that are check-ins, that help you stay top of mind, that tap into prior client relationships. You know, you can set up an email automation for, to wish somebody a happy birthday. You, if you don't have that information, you can wish them a happy new year or a happy 4th of July, but staying top of mind through email, not commercial email, not firm newsletter email, but just a regular touch point for you know top referral contacts, uh, prior clients that you want to stay in touch with, non-lawyer, other professionals that you might refer you business. Use that email. It's really, really powerful. And then, you know, of course, you get into this, uh, well, I can't send out all these emails and people don't want to get all these emails. Um, there's some art to it, but uh, you can automate a lot of it. And if you do that in an authentic way, we found that even just an email that's just like a hello, just checking in, wanting to see how you're doing, those emails get really, really positive response. Great way to stay top of mind. 
Well, as the Bar Association guy, I might go ahead and add that uh, reaching out to former clients and current clients and personal friends is generally deemed not to be a solicitation. I won't speak for all jurisdictions, but generally deemed to be appropriate content. Before we move on to our next segment, let's take a quick commercial break. The Black Letter Podcast demystifies complicated law and business issues by breaking them down into simple, understandable bites. Hosted by Tom Dunlap of Dunlap, Bennett, and Ludwig, this show features fun and informative conversation with esteemed guests like CEOs and former AGs of the CIA. You can listen to Black Letter today on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, more than ever, an effective marketing strategy is one of the most important things for your firm. Scorpion can help. With nearly 20 years of experience serving the legal industry, Scorpion has proven methods to help you get the high-value cases you deserve. Join thousands of attorneys across the country who have turned to Scorpion for effective marketing and technology solutions. For a better way to grow your practice, visit scorpionlegal.com. Welcome back to the Digital Edge on the Legal Talk Network. Today, our subject is how to win clients online for free. Our guest is Guy Sakalakis. Guy helps lawyers position their practices online. As a lawyer and trusted digital legal marketing advisor, he is familiar with the unique considerations of building a legal web presence both effectively and ethically. And if you need another podcast in your life, check out Lunch Hour Legal Marketing. Okay, we all like free but seriously, how much does this cost, whether you deem it time or money? Ye? Oh, you got me. It's not free. <laughs> no, it's, um, you know, I th- this goes to the conversation about budgets, right? And resource allocation. And, you know, I can't answer that for everybody. You know, we were uh, earlier today, we were talking and, um, you know, the, the small business, if you're a small business, small law firm, small business administration, a lot of great stuff about like how to actually come up with a marketing budget, marketing plan, both in the context of time and money. But I always tell people, you know, if you don't have a lot of business today, congratulations, you should have a lot of time to spend on marketing. You know, but I I do think that you, as a lawyer, you should, you should be carving out some time every single day to do something for client development. Um, If you want to attach a cost to that and you should, you know, attach the cost of your uh, hourly rate. You know, if you're an hourly rate lawyer, billable hour lawyer, Spending an hour, it's going to cost you that amount of time. But uh, putting some quantification on both the time you money and money that you spend does matter. And then hold those hours and those dollars accountable to some kind of result. And, you know, again, we're not, we're not going to have time to go into all, all the ways you can track this stuff. But at the end of the day, even if you're just doing it through basic things like asking people how they heard about you or, you know, you'll get a sense of it from people because they'll tell you, like, I saw, I saw what you wrote on Facebook or, hey, I know you from that LinkedIn group or I found you um, some happy clients singing your praise on Google My Business. You'll get a, a good sense of that indirectly. But I, I really do think it's important to quantify the resources. You know, ABA had their most recent um, legal tech report, and it, it really is uh, astonishing that how many lawyers just don't think about marketing and budgeting as part of uh, running their, their law firm. And I, I think it limits their ability to, to have a successful, healthy practice that isn't, you know, causing them to have to work 200 hours a week and all the, all the horror stories that we hear. Well, Lawrence Coletti of Legal Talk Network told me that I had to ask this question. Um, and, and when you answer it, Gee, please don't just answer it. Please explain the question to me. And the question is, who is your favorite ancient Stoic? What a great question. And thank you, Lawrence. I do appreciate this. 
So uh, Stoicism, if you go look it up, ancient philosophy, uh, there's, there's been a resurgence of it. You know, that there are, there's all sorts of good maxims from it. I don't, I'm just fascinated by it because a lot of the uh, principles and maxims and applications that these people were coming up with uh, thousands of years ago still have so much applicability today. But uh, that was a, a ranty way of saying that if you'd asked me this a couple of weeks ago, I probably would have said Marcus Aurelius, but I've been on this big Cato kick recently. So I'm going with Cato today. And uh, I'm also on a big reading kick this year. So I've got a reading challenge. If you're on Goodreads, follow along on my challenge and make some recommendations. But I just read Lives of the Stoics by Ryan Holiday. Highly recommended. Good survey of a lot of different Stoics. We'll probably introduce you to some new Stoics if you've never been into Stoicism before. Great personal philosophy as far as I'm concerned. Well, thank you for helping me discharge my duty to, to Lawrence. And, and thank you, of course, for joining us today, Guy. It's always wonderful to talk to you. I love your enthusiasm. I love your creativity, all sorts of different ideas. Um, you're very positive about how you, you teach what you know, which is wonderful, and, and you share a lot. And that's all wonderful. I know our, our listeners really appreciate this podcast. So thanks for being with us. Sharon, thank you so much for those kind words. Jim, thank you for having me. If you have listeners, any follow-up questions, I, I, I would recommend, you know, obviously I'm biased here, but check out Lunch Hour Legal Marketing. Uh, that's all we talk about over there is different marketing stuff. As I said, I hope to be able to see you, see you all online. And uh, a quick plug, I'm on the uh, board for the ABA Tech Show. So if you're planning on uh, making that, please do say hi. It's virtual this year. And uh, hopefully see you both virtually at the ABA Tech Show this year. You can bet on it. Yes, sir. <laughs> and that does it for this edition of the Digital Edge Lawyers and Technology. And remember, you can subscribe to all of the editions of this podcast at LegalTalkNetwork.com or on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoyed our podcast, please rate us in Apple Podcasts. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye, Miss Sharon. Happy trails, cowboy. Thanks for listening to the Digital Edge, produced by the broadcast professionals at Legal Talk Network. Join Sharon Nelson and Jim Calloway for their next podcast covering the latest topic related to lawyers and technology. Subscribe to the RSS feed on LegalTalkNetwork.com or in iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.